This very special episode of Soulful Conversations is proudly sponsored by Otis Eyewear, makers of radical sunglasses that have glass lenses instead of plastic, which is in most sunglasses. So thank you very much to the legends at Otis. And if you do want to be sporting a pair of Otis Sunnies, go to the website and put in the promo code in capitals ASH and Otis for a 25% discount. Um, that is au.otiseyewear.com. Today we've got a very special podcast because it's about the controversial issue of medical marijuana and we just wanted to give you a first-hand account of our experiences with it. Welcome to Soulful Conversations with Ash Grunewald. In this podcast, we interview inspiring and amazing people, musicians, surfers, and experts in mindset, creativity, health, well-being, and making the world a better place. I'm tired of beating around the bush. I want to go deep and have a soulful conversation. This podcast is brought to you by Earth Bottles. At Earth Bottles, we are on a mission to end single-use plastics, offering a full range of beautiful double-insulated bottles, reusable coffee cups, food and tea canisters, stainless steel straws, bags, and lots of plastic-free eco-goodies. Earth Bottles proudly supports the Breast Cancer Network of Australia, Beyond Blue, Hope for Health, Clean Coast Collective, 15 Trees, Bali Baby House, and the UN Refugee Agency. So head over to www.earthbottles.com.au for a 10% discount using the promo code ASHLOVESME. Together, we can make a change and break up with single-use plastics. Welcome back to Soulful Conversations. This is a very special edition. It's very much driven by inspiration. I posted something on social media the other day sharing my experiences with our my father-in-law dealing with his cancer through medical cannabis. And I just had an overwhelming response and uh, so many questions. So we've set up this podcast to try and answer some of those questions. And I finally managed to get my lovely wife, Danny, into the studio, which I've been trying to do since I started Soulful Conversation. So that's very good. So how are you going, Danny? Hi. <laughs> You've heard the Earth Bottles ad on the podcast and that is a company run by Danny and me. Hi. And it's cool. <laughs> uh, this might be the weirdest interview because it's a husband and wife. We're not here to talk about that. But anyway, we wanted to speak really openly and honestly about everything and give you the maximum information to the best of our knowledge. So we're going to start with the disclaimer that nothing that we say is medical advice, of course. And really what we're trying to do is encourage everybody to make their own decisions. Don't go, obviously, by what we say. Don't poo-hoo doctors. But then again, what I think is, don't just go by what doctors say necessarily, especially when it comes to that terminal time. 
Anyway, we're going to share the story. The reason I was moved to put what I put up on social media was that I was really moved when we went into the Nimbin Embassy the other day and told the ladies in there what a great experience we'd had with your dad. And you were saying, I just remember being so scared when we came in here last time thinking my dad was going to die. So let's do a little recap on how it started with your dad. Okay, so we'll start by talking firstly about how we got into this and that um, dad was diagnosed with lung cancer that we found out he had lung cancer in april and they did a biopsy and then by the first weekend first week of may we found that it was stage four small cell lung cancer which is super aggressive and he was basically given three months to live the oncologist said that he wasn't eligible for chemo and those kind of treatments because of his age dad was 83 then um so basically get your affairs in order and get out of here um a week later he went back to the oncologist and they said look we've we've thought about it we've discussed it you are probably are fit enough to handle some chemotherapy um because at this stage dad was feeling pretty desperate because he didn't want to die um he's still a really fit and active 80 80 year old um so they'd said they'd looked at you know they'd assessed him and thought that he probably could handle chemotherapy and said that if he took on the six rounds of chemo six rounds of chemotherapy he might make it to christmas time so either three months to live untreated or six six months with six rounds of chemo really poor quality of life but see how it goes so even though dad was strongly opposed to chemo he thought that's what i'm going to do because i just i don't want to die and i want longer than three months um so he went in kind of against what he believed in but he went in and did one round of chemo um but was feeling really apprehensive about it he came home and then just ended up so sick that um remember ash they rushed him to hospital in an ambulance um and he got put into the intensive care unit kind of thought he wasn't going to make it through and he was just really sick and by this stage his hair's all falling out in clumps and dad loves his beautiful gray hair he's got really thick gray hair not even sort of slightly balding lost all that that was enough for him to go because <laughs> he's quite vain <laughs> my dad so that was enough for him to go stuff this he told the oncologist where he can put his chemotherapy treatments <laughs> and said i'm not doing this and meanwhile um ash and i had been researching alternative ther- alternative therapies um thinking that you know even if we can get him a few months extra with some decent quality of life um that would be a good way, you know, that would be how we'd sort of go about it if he was open to it. And dad's quite old school. um, So we didn't know, you know, how we'd go with that, but he just said, I'll try anything. So in our research, we've found a lot of, um, a lot of things, a lot of testimonials and information on medical marijuana, cannabis oil, treating and curing cancer, not just treating it, but curing cancer. So, I kind of was a bit nervous to bring it up with dad because um, he's never had a joint in his life or anything like that. 
so but he was really open to it he's like we showed him some videos of people saying how they'd cured their cancer other people saying that they um weren't feeling sick anymore all this kind of stuff so he he said okay let's go for it so that's what we did we got him some oils to start on um kind of weak ones then we heard that through another um cancer person treating their own cancer with alternative therapies had gone so sorry people i had to delete that for legal reasons the information on where we actually went but you can do some googling and look around in your local area or if you're in the northern rivers area maybe direct message me and i can tell you where it is and got hold of some pretty strong oils so we went out there and spoke with the lady out there yeah and it was amazing she gave us so much hope and so many stories of people that had cured and cured their cancer she said at that point they had um, actually saved 300 people's lives yeah so we just went for it i think it cost was it around 1500 dollars for a 90-day protocol and that was cbd oil so straight cbd with no thc and then really high thc um, so we had looked into getting this through the doctor, through the doctors, and even dad's oncologist said, yes, some, some oncologists are prescribing it, but you had to have had, um, exhausted every other avenue. So you had to have done all the rounds of chemo, radiation, anything else that they had sort of, that they have on offer. You had to have done that first before you're eligible for, to get it through the medical system. Um, and so that wasn't an option for dad. So we had to do it this way. Um, yeah, so we got really strong, um, the THC, the CBDs, um, what do we do? We sent it down to him. Yeah. There's probably a good time to talk about dosage and stuff like that. And obviously what we would recommend is that you go see somebody who knows what they're doing, you know, don't take it from, for us. I know it varies for different cancers and stuff, but the general idea in this was that the CBD and the THC work kind of synergistically together. The CBD does um, slow down the spread of the cancer and help with other stuff. I believe it helps with dealing with chemo too. Mm. Um, and the THC actively fights the cancer. And the theory is that it assists apoptosis, which is the process that is a healthy process that you normally have going in your body where you your body breaks down cells that are unwanted but cancer seems to trick the body and the body doesn't recognize it to break it down with that natural apoptosis but i think that what the thc does is uh disrupt the wall of the cells and basically allow it to be seen by the body and it starts to break down yeah i think it does something like a, a um it it um disrupts the dna around the cell the cancer cell mm. apparently i'm not a doctor or scientist so don't quote me on that but that's what that's what we kind of found out through what we'd studied so uh, i think by this stage dad had decided to come up to our place because he was there was a whole lot of other stuff as well the um, dietary changes and things like that so they hitched up their caravan and drove up and there was you know, so, some people in the family not so stoked about it. And rightly so. They thought they might not see Dad again because he'd only, you know, by this stage he was already, he'd been given three months to live and this is probably a month later by this stage. So 
they're thinking he only had a couple of months to live. Um, and he was pretty sick, wasn't he, at that stage? Like, when they walked in the first day, I was like, whoa, he looked... Mm, really, he looked diminished. Oh, he was was terrible. And he was very skinny and grey-coloured and no hair, you know, all of that. Um, so, we'd also found out about cutting out the sugars, that cancer feeds off sugar. Um, so, we are going to put him onto a really strict diet. I'm just writing a blog about this too. So, you can go over to my website, earthbottles.com.au which will have all this information written down um, as much as I can kind of, you know, give. Um, So, yeah, we started him on a really strict diet of no sugar. That means no grains, no fruits. The only fruit he had was berries Um, and to have that before a meal, um, not after. Uh, It's easier for the body to digest. No dairy, no meat. Um, basically anything acidic. So we cut out all the acidic foods and then put him on a high alkaline diet, which also included bicarb and lemon drink, um, which is said to alkaline the body twice a day. We did that. Um, Some juicing when he could get it down because he was quite ill at this stage. So he was feeling very nauseous. Um, As we went on, this went on for about eight weeks. It was up and down. So some days he'd be good other days he'd be laid out on the couch we didn't know if he's going to make it through that day even um there was like he'd have like full-on bouts of diarrhea some some remember one night he was vomiting all night yeah there was all sorts of stuff going on so we didn't know if that was the cancer we didn't know if that was detoxing still don't know if it was the cancer dying off if it was the cancer spreading you know there was hot sweats there's all sorts of things going on so we and you know we're not medically trained so we were just going with everything we're reading and just going for it um so we did that with the diet so it wasn't just the we don't know exactly what it was that's got him to where he is now because he's amazing now um a gratitude journal so every night we'd sit there writing our gratitudes as a family and also for dad which was really beautiful and just to see him this old man like would be grateful for his cancer even because it caused such an outpouring of love we got a lot of friends around here we're so lucky supporting us said lissy turner from the yoga shack was coming in and doing breathing exercises and chanting which is pretty funny yeah so that the, was hilarious the that old so fella ma <laughs> we sound like we're in some weird cult i just wanted to jump back to the gratitude thing um that sounds like if you're not into that that might sound like the biggest airy fairy kind of thing and you think oh well how's that going to stop cancer but there is a lot of research on that that stuff and even going right to um victor frankel's man's search for meaning that book about being in the concentration camps and who's being one of the few survivors and seeing the people that survive i think one of the biggest ingredients in surviving something like cancer is actually hope and um that was one thing about john is he was like i'm not going out like this you know and he fully believed once we started on this um mission that it was going to work out and um and he really did sort of wasn't he impressive like that Mm. yeah so um that that um gratitude and hope and the positive thinking i think was helpful as well yeah and uh and so all the while too we're have like doing a lot of cannabis oils so basically i've have spoken to people and i've heard from people where they've said they've tried the cannabis oil it didn't work you know with someone in their family it it might that might have just been the case but often we found that they were only using a few drops so with dad 
um, for example, the THC that he was on, he had to have 20 drops of that um, a day, which is a lot. So if I was to have two drops of that, I'd be pretty off my face. So I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, how are we going to get this into Dad? We tried 20 drops with Ash, who... (laughs) I ended up tripping balls. He from was it. tripping <laughs> balls. <laughs> it was a deeply horrific. Um, I had to be the crash test dummy for all of this stuff, and it was a deeply uh, horrific um, experience having twenty drops of that stuff. I was actually seeing cartoon figures and stuff like that. That's never happened to me in my life before. Yeah, so we were thinking, oh my god, how are we going to give this to Dad? This just seems hopeless. They did say though that you can start with a few drops after a few days, double it. After a few days, double yeah, it. Work up your tolerance. But that was going to take too long. So then we'd heard that if you put it up your bum, basically, um, there's now, again, don't quote me, from what I've read, there's an enzyme in the liver that reacts with the THC, which causes a psychoactive effects. Um, so it bypasses the liver for some reason, going up the bum. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah our dummy tried that <laughs> so mixing it down okay, with some... I'm just gonna say it I put ma- marijuana oil up my bum <laughs> <laughs> I had to be the bloody test case <laughs> crash dummy for this whole th- escapade I know you're pretty happy up until I said uh... Ash bend over and put this up your bum <laughs> it was horrific um but it, it um, wasn't really it, actually it wasn't horrific at all because it doesn't have any effect at all if you have it that way and I'm thinking for people who are listening out out there and especially a lot of parents even though they might really find it hard to get their their head around that idea if they're worried about being stoners which I know a lot of people are especially oldies and my dad was and uh, well if you do it that way you can make a suppository or something you don't get stoned at all so this isn't an issue of getting stoned people yeah so um that's what we did so we'd put the 20 drops into some um mct oil and let that cool down put it into a syringe um and then squirt it up there and we didn't administer it (laughs) no dad administered that himself (laughs) but he'd have a beautiful sleep every night he'd just have Mm. the most beautiful sleep and then in the morning he'd wake up and have the straight cbd paste or oil and that apparently also can get rid of the fuzzy feeling you know the fuzzy head and whatever in the morning um if you have it which he didn't really that much no he didn't have too much of a fuzzy head from it but um yeah so that's what we did so we're doing that the no sugar he was up and down the breathing my friend danny satori a beautiful acupuncturist friend also came and offered up her services she does neurolink as well so she did a few sessions then we're lucky enough to have an amazing gp here in ocean shores who they're called ocean shores environmental and nutritional medicine um we saw marcus there who's a gp but also specializes in nutritional medicine as well so then we put that on really high dosage vitamin c drip and vitamin b um yeah, so that, the breathing, the chanting, the gratitudes, heaps mm. of CBD. Then, to put another twist on it, um, just before Dad was leaving, my uncle was ringing me and saying he'd heard about a guy called Joe Tippins who had the same cancer as Dad but completely riddled with it. I'll also, I'll just point out that Dad's 
lung cancer was in both lungs and it spread spread to the lymph nodes um, but hadn't gone hadn't progressed any further in his body at this stage um, so Joe Tippins this guy had it throughout his whole body head to toe um, he'd heard um, through a friend that there was a um, something in dog worming tablets which yeah. would be on my blog the actual name of it um, having that that was killing cancers in lab rats. There's a, yeah, there's an active ingredient that it actually did get... Um, they did a lot of research on it back in the 90s and it was sort of semi-came out and then it, it left the shelves, that that ingredient that is only found in a dogworming tablet. So you have to go to the vet and try and get it. But now I think you have to present your dog if you want to get it. Yeah, because they were sort of onto people getting that. So we got that. And then this Joe Tippins guy was taking that with turmeric tablets, vitamin E and CBD oil. And his cancer got cured within, what was it, eight weeks, I think, Ash. Mm-hmm. You can YouTube that guy's story. Um, so we got that on that as well. So f- three days on the dog worming tablets, five days off. So we did that. He did that for eight weeks as well. So fast forward, dad left with mum, you know, at home in his car. He drove home, not in a box. At some, at one stage we were there talking like maybe he would be passing away here. Didn't happen. <laughs> and I just got back from their house. So he made it to Christmas, which was awesome. We had an amazing family Christmas. We should mention we already had an early Christmas in August because we thought he, you know, he might not make it. So. Yeah. So we did an early family Christmas in August around his birthday. Um, yeah. So he made it to Christmas really good, like just getting stronger and stronger each day, putting on weight. When he got to our house, he was six kilos under his normal weight um, and dad's not a big guy either um, and I just got back from their place I went up and delivered him some more oils on the weekend and he's I think he's seven uh, he's back to his normal weight plus another couple of kilos so he's <laughs> a little bit overweight just a little um, he looks unbelievable he's golfing every day he's fishing most days he's out in the garden every day he's just amazing and he doesn't look like he's got cancer he doesn't even look yeah he went saw his oncologist um who wanted to see dad just to see how he was going and his oncologist was so shocked um he couldn't believe that he was still alive let alone walking around and up and about and looking as well as he does um so it's been amazing we have said to dad and the oncologist wanted to do some tests but dad at this stage doesn't want to do that because he said he feels so good within himself that um if it has spread or if if there's anything like that he doesn't want to know that in the back of his mind because as far as he's concerned he thinks it's gone um so whether it's mind over matter whether it was whether he is cured or if it's slowed down we don't know but i think that's really like that's his choice i'd i'm interested i'd like to know Mm. um but yeah, he, he doesn't want to at this stage, but he said, Dad said he'll know, he'll know in his words, I'll know when I'm ratchet, <laughs> but he's nowhere near that at the moment. So I think he feels that if he got some tests and it came back, not good that it would set him back. But all I know, it's like a different person from what he was when he came up in mm. um, June, it was that he came up here. Um, he's like a new guy. It's insane. So I don't know. I can't say that it's cured. I, I really can't say anything other than that what I see before me is this man that had three months to live and he's slaying it. Hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> so everything, yeah, in those treatments that we mentioned, um, 
there might be some things that didn't do anything and some that were the primary cause but what our whole theory when we were doing this is let's try everything that that is available to us um and then after the fact let's speculate over what worked and didn't and why he's right but let's just do it all and it's whatever whatever has worked has worked and um yeah it's no there's no certainly no evidence to suggest that it's not mainly the i think the biggest thing is the cannabis and the and the diet even they said um when we first went in to the clinic you can do the cannabis but if you just keep eating junk food and whatever it's probably not going to Mm. help too much um it, i think diet is really important also i'm pretty sure most all cancers i'm pretty sure it's all cancers feed on sugar um they have no fuel source if you don't give your body any sugar and you can live on fats as energy and mm. i'm pretty sure that that's um that's the best way to eat in general but i do know that there's different diets for different cancers i think the keto diet is um is really good and we had another friend um from the byron bay smokehouse damien who had a cancer and he managed to shrink it right down the tumor just by basically he was on a keto diet um Mm. no sugar high fats he was eating meat i think but um dad apparently with lung cancer it's not good to have meat because it's very taxing on the body so Mm. dad got rid of all the meat um yeah amazing so um I know that there's a lot of commercially available oils. Um, Just one thing that I've heard that I would like to pass on anecdotally, and that is that some of the commercially available kind of legal oils, they're they're really low THC. And I just don't know um, if that's really good because I think it needs to be quite high THC. So that's just our own thoughts on the on the matter but um i've heard anecdotal stories of somebody getting getting stuff illegally and having high potency stuff and it really stopping their cancer and then going back to an oncologist and they said oh i've got the legal stuff for you now got on the legal stuff that was a lot lower and then they declined after that and died so it's just worth thinking about that um yeah so if you if you want to make your own um the first method or one of the earliest methods and one of the pioneers of this is rick simpson and dan you jumped in there and made some rick simpson oil didn't you yeah yeah out at our friend's place we made some of the oils and there's lots of stuff on youtube on how to make that um yeah that was really easy you just have to have a plant to be able to make it um Mm. and probably a lot cheaper way of doing it if you grow your own than Mm. Yeah, Um, A lot of people have hit me up on Facebook and they've said, oh, it's so expensive. And it is, but when you actually make it, you realize it takes like a whole plant to make a couple of syringes worth of the oils. So it's... Of the paste. Of the paste, which is this uh, sort of looks like tar. And that just one grain of rice is enough. If you had had that, you would be so stoned. (laughs) So it's got so much THC, but that's using the whole plant um, boiled down really. So um, that's that's one really good method of getting it. Actually, that's wrong. Actually, not the buds, buds. but the whole plant, you know, like it's not, um, it's not um, chemically moved to like CBD and this and that. Mm. It's got the whole plant in the bud. There's some oils that you can get. The one we got for dad from Nimbin was actually the whole plant. Yeah. Yeah. So you can. Was that called Uncle Pete's? Yes. 
Yeah. What, what are some other sources of it? Um, there's the Endoka. Yeah, Endoka, they're good. They're, they're, um, they're based in Europe. Um, a lot of people can get access to that. Do they get that sent out? You can get that sent out. Yeah, I was buying it through some chiropractors here and stuff, but um, that's more difficult. But I think you just ask around, but definitely um, do some Googling. And um, like I said, I'm writing up a, a quick blog post um, with a lot of this information on it. So if you go to earthbottles.com.au to the blog, it's called the Sustainability Journal. In there, I'll probably post that up today. Um yeah. And this is a rapidly expanding um, field, people. And I would say if you have a loved one or um, or yourself in this predicament, keep asking questions and encourage yourself and others to remain open-minded and share all the good stories that are out there, which they're just multiplying daily. I mean, we have an endocannabinoid system for whatever reason, we really do lock with that plant well and it gives us a lot of medicinal value across a lot of different things fibromyalgia what are, what were some of the others that ms ms um, cancer epilepsy epilepsy anxiety anxiety there's so many things that crohn's, this plant crohn's disease mm. it's to be really good for crohn's um mm. There's lots of things. Mm. Yeah. Chronic pain, arthritis. Mm. Yeah, a lot of things. Yeah, and it's 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 just an amazing thing. So um, we just thought we would um, give you that information and that little first-hand good news story. So um, thanks so much for finally going on the podcast, Dan. You're welcome. <laughs>